I'm going to look at the comparable sales for the last 12 to 18 months on similar 10-acre parcels. I'm going to take the lowest comps, and all I'm going to do is divide by four. And that's going to get me a what Warren Buffett would call a 300% margin of safety. Best ever listeners, I'm so excited to share today's sponsor with you. It's Eastern Union Funding and Arbor Realty Trust. If you're in the multifamily space, you likely recognize these names, but have you used them? Uh, I'm guessing if you haven't, then you probably know someone who has. I can tell you personally, we have used uh, Mark Belsky. He is a point person at Eastern Union Funding as a partner with us, and he has helped us secure debt uh, for actually a deal we closed on this month. And we've worked with him. Um, In addition, my clients, my program, my consulting program have worked with him to successfully close on deals. When we were starting out, Ashcroft was starting out, we had somewhat of a track record, but we weren't fully as established with our investor network. I went to him and we secured some equity, $500,000 in equity to fund one of our deals. While he works with more institutional partners, he's brought $200 million in equity over the last 12 months. He was able to help us out there and we've built a relationship with him and Eastern Union Funding ever since. So if you need equity for your deal and you have a track record, then he's your point person. His number is 212-897-9875. If you need debt, then he partners up with Arbor on a lot of transactions. So if you're a multifamily borrower who wants agency or bridge debt, then that's the team to work with. Uh, We have worked with their team, both Eastern Union and Arbor, on deals. And people who have purchased our deals, purchased deals from us, have used Arbor, as well as my clients in my consulting program, they've used it. So this is a recommendation that comes from firsthand experience. And the last thing I'll say about uh, working with Mark Belsky at Eastern Union is that if you need a loan guarantor, but don't have that track record quite yet, then Mark can look at what you've, the deal you've got And assuming it checks out, he can make introductions to people he knows as potential loan guarantors for your deal. So debt, equity, and potentially loan guarantors. Uh, All you need, well, you need to find a deal, obviously. Um, But besides that, you know, the other main components of the deal they can help you out with. So talk to Mark Belsky. His email is mbelsky at easterneq.com and his phone number 212-897-9875. Best ever listeners, how you doing? Welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless. This is the world's longest running daily real estate investing podcast. We only talk about the best advice ever. We don't get into any of that fluffy stuff. And first off, I hope you're having the best ever weekend because today is Sunday. We got a special segment called Skill Set Sunday where, well, by the end of it, You will acquire or hone a particular skill, and the skill we are going to be talking about today is how to create passive income through raw land investing with us to talk about that. Mark Podolsky. How you doing, Mark? Joe Fairless, always a pleasure to talk to you. I'm doing great. My pulse is normal. My respiration's fine. I'm just thrilled to be here. Thank you. Well, I'm glad because if it wasn't normal and respiration wasn't fine, quite frankly, I wouldn't know what to do. (laughs) 
I would try and call someone in Phoenix, Arizona or Scottsdale where you're at and see if I can get you help that way. But you're good, so we don't have to worry about that. A little bit about Mark. He is the owner of Frontier Properties. It's a land investing company, and he is the author of a new book that came out. you got to check it out. It's called Dirt Rich, which discusses a step-by-step way for how he creates passive income in raw land investing and how you can too. And he's been buying and selling land full-time since 2001. His website is thelandgeek.com, and he's based in Scottsdale. You recognize Mark's name because you're a loyal Best Ever listener. I have interviewed him multiple times. Most recently, episode 915, How to Buy Raw Land at 20 to 30 Cents on the Dollar. And 915, that was about 500 days ago or so. So it's time we catch up again. So I guess first, how about you tell the best ever listeners a little bit about your background just as a refresher, and then we'll get into your book. Sure. So I started as a very unhappy, miserable, overworked, overstressed, 45-minute commute to work and back, cubicle sitting in hell investment banker. I worked with private equity groups doing mergers and acquisitions. And Joe, it got so bad for me that I wouldn't get the Sunday blues anticipating Monday coming around. I'd get the Friday blues anticipating the weekend going by really fast mm-hmm. and having to be back at work on Monday. So my firm hires this guy and he's telling me that on the side, he's buying up raw land, pennies on the dollar at tax deed auctions. He's marketing them online and he's making a 300% return on his investment. So I'm looking at companies all day long in a great company has 15% EBITDA margins or free cash flow. Great company. Your average company is at 10%. And I'm looking at companies all day long, less than 10%. So of course, I don't believe him. And I go to New Mexico with him. I've got $3,000 saved up for car repairs. I do exactly what he says to do. I buy 10 half acre parcels at an average price of $300 each. I put them up online and they all sell for an average price of over $1,200 each. 300%, it worked. So I took all that money and went to another tax deed auction where I live in Arizona. Again, it's 2000, there's no one in the room. I'm buying up lots, I'm buying up acres or nothing. And on that one auction, I made over $92,000. So I said to my wife, I'm like, honey, I'm gonna quit my job and I'm gonna be a full-time land investor. And she's pregnant at the time. She said, absolutely not. So I said, okay, fine. So I worked land investing as a side hustle for about 18 months. And it took that long for the land investing income to exceed the investment banking income. And then I quit and I've been doing it full time ever since. When I think of raw land investing, I think of the type of activity that a wholesaler would have to do, that type of work where they're constantly having to jump from one transaction to another. I don't think of passive income. When I think of wholesaling, I don't think of passive income. I think of active income. So help me understand your book is called Dirt Rich and the value proposition is the step-by-step way for how you create passive income and raw land investing. So how does that take place? So Joe, where do you live? Cincinnati. You're in Cincinnati. Okay, so I go on the tax delinquent list on this county in Texas. And I say, oh, there's Joe Fairless. He owes $200 in back taxes on this 10-acre parcel in Texas. But you're advertising two things to me. Number one, 
you have no emotional attachment to that raw land. You live in Cincinnati. The property is in Texas. And number two, you're distressed in some way because when we don't pay for something, we don't value it. Maybe you just lost your job. Maybe you're going through a divorce. Maybe you inherited the property. You don't know what to do with it. Maybe you just are sick of paying taxes. Who knows? I don't know. But essentially, you don't value it. So what I'm going to do then is I'm going to look at the comparable sales for the last 12 to 18 months on similar 10-acre parcels. I'm going to take the lowest comps, and all I'm going to do is divide by four. And that's going to get me a what Warren Buffett would call a 300% margin of safety. So in our example, let's say that the comps are 10000 The most I'm going to pay for your property, Joe, is $2,500. You get the offer and you accept it. Now, in reality, 3 to 5% of people accept this quote-unquote top dollar offer. So now I'm going to go through due diligence. I'm going to make sure you actually own the property. I'm going to confirm that back taxes are only $200. I'm going to make sure there's ingress and egress or legal access. I'm going to get the GPS coordinates. I'm going to go through this whole property checklist. And the way that we do it is all of this is automated with software. The offers are automated. Basically, the business is 90% automated with software. Our due diligence is outsourced to the Philippines. It costs us about $11 to do due diligence. If it's in a new area, we'll crowdsource and have somebody actually physically go out with our property checklist, look at the property, take pictures, shoot video. So we physically don't have to be there. But this is where the passive income piece of it comes is it's a one-time sale and then we get recurring income every single month. But we don't have to deal with Joe with any renters, rehabs, renovations, or rodents. So essentially, I buy that property from you for $2,500 and then I have a built-in best buyer to buy that property. Do you know who it is? Neighbor. The neighbor. I've talked to you before. I wouldn't know that if I hadn't interviewed you before though. Right. So I'm going to send out neighbor letters and I'm going to stoke a little fear. I'm going to say, hey, look, before I go to the open market, here's your opportunity. Protect your view, protect your privacy, expand your holdings. And then the way I'll sell it, and this is where the magic happens, is I'm going to try to get my money out on the down payment. So I'm going to ask for a $2,500 down payment. I might go six months out. And then, Joe, I'm just going to make it a simple car payment. Let's say $449 a month and 9% interest over the next eight years. So essentially, I've created a $449 passive income stream for the next eight years without any of the traditional headaches of real estate. And I've gotten my capital out on the down payment. My average return on investment on a seller financed piece of property is 800 to 1,000%. So the game that we can play then is can we create enough of these land notes where our passive income exceeds our fixed expenses, and then we're working because we want to and not because we have to. And as far as passive income is concerned, I'll make the argument nothing is passive. If you inherit a billion dollars tomorrow, you still have to actually expend some effort to efficiently invest that money to get a return on it. You just have to. So nothing is completely passive. Yes, I agree. I think it would be irresponsible for someone to do nothing with the money and not spend any time overseeing how it's being invested. So I agree. There's varying degrees of being passive. So you, in the ideal scenario, you go to the neighbor, they say, yep, I want to buy it. 
and your down payment equals what you paid for it, and then the payments thereafter on a monthly basis is all cash flow uh, and profit after that. And we automate that using a program called geekpay.io. So essentially that money flows out of their checking account every single month. And if the checking account bounces, then it'll charge a credit card on file as a backup and it automates the notifications. They can log in and they can see their current balance and they can make a prepayment at any time. So I don't even have to spend any energy managing the note. That's a one-time set it and forget it as well. Yeah, that's smart of you to build that out and helpful for you as well as the people who use that program. This approach, you're having a conversation with a different neighbor depending on where you're buying it. So you're talking to a whole lot of people for each deal. And I imagine there's a decent amount of negotiating involved and them validating that you actually are who you say you are as well as you actually making sure that they can deliver on the payment. Is that also what's done in the Philippines? So we have an acquisition manager that handles that piece. We also have an intake manager that we automate using RingCentral for the buyers and sellers to qualify them. So we do have a process in place so that I don't have to personally handle that piece. But when you first start, there's not a lot of negotiating that actually takes place. You'll have to talk to your seller for about five minutes and explain to them your offer. And it's a take it or leave it offer because we don't want to be in the appraisal business. We don't say, hey, I'm interested in buying your land. They're like, well, I'm interested in selling my land. Now we're in a negotiation. We actually send them a real offer. And then as far as the neighbors are concerned, they typically know they're getting a great deal because of the pricing involved. So there's not a lot of negotiation with that too. It's more like, hey, how do I get you the money? So those are actually more anomaly type of events or edge cases when we actually have to do any type of real serious negotiating. What percent of the transactions are purchased by a neighbor? So I would say that at least 50% are neighbor transactions. And if the neighbor passes, then we'll go to our buyers list. These are people that have already indicated to us in some type of marketing format that they're interested in buying raw land. If the buyers list passes, we'll actually go to Craigslist and we use software to automate our Craigslist postings. So I can put out like a hundred ads by just pressing a button. And that's just postingdomination.com forward slash the land geek and teaches people how to do that for themselves. And then we also automate that as well to Facebook buy sell groups. So Joe, in 30 days, I'm going to sell that property one way or the other. Now, if it doesn't sell in 30 days, then either I'm going to have to raise the price. Maybe people think, well, there's something wrong with it if it's too low, or I might have to lower the down payment. I may have to extend some terms, lower the monthly payment, raise the monthly payment. I have to play with the pricing in some way. But essentially, we need to make it irresistible to the market. Each of those three approaches, first is neighbor, second is buyer's list, third is Craigslist. Are they equal in profit margin or do they increase or decrease? The pricing stays the same. It's equal. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I guess you could make an argument for each of the three that they would pay more or less for the land. Yeah. The reason we don't play with the pricing to different platforms is simply because oftentimes those 
people will be like, hey, why is it more expensive here? Or why is it less expensive there? And now we're sort of losing credibility in the marketplace with all the different pricing advertising. Because I go to like a site like landmoto.com or landsofamerica.com and probably get more on those platforms, but I don't. What's the old saying? Pigs get fat, hogs get slaughtered. We just try to be piggish about it. <laughs> Fair enough. First off, congrats on your book, Dirt Rich. Thank you. It's a step-by-step process for how to create passive income. Did you basically just walk us through that step-by-step process? And if not, then what additional stuff can you tell us about that? So the book gives us a lot more detail as to that step-by-step process. It also makes it come to life with stories. And then I also tell my own story about what happened to me through the real estate cycle so that you don't have to make the same mistakes I did and live vicariously through me. So the people that have actually read the book and have reviewed it, they know land investing and they're still getting value out of the book. When you take a look at a deal that you thought was going to be this passive deal, but became very active, can you tell us a story about one of those circumstances? Yeah, I did a deal in an area of Western Pennsylvania called Treasure Lake, and I fell in love with it. I flew out there. That was the first mistake, by the way. (laughs) So I flew out there and I started negotiating with the Property Owners Association and the county. And the reason I fell in love with it is this gated community and there's two PGA rated golf courses. There's three lakes. There's million dollar homes in there, but it was overdeveloped. So there's like a thousand lots just sitting there, not earning the county any tax revenue. The property association's not getting revenue, so they can't make any improvements to their own community. And so I said, look, fellas, you have dead money here. I could sell these lots for a dollar. And as long as someone pays their taxes this year and their POA fee, you're going to be ahead of where you are now. And that actually took years, Joe, of negotiating. And I ended up buying up a thousand lots for like nothing. But essentially, when I factored in my time, I made only $100,000 on the deal because the deal went south in 2008 and I bought it in 2007. But when I factored in my time, I actually broke even on that deal going back and forth with negotiations. So today I won't do any of that. So what's the last deal you bought? So the last raw land deal, I don't even know because just managing, actually tomorrow is my team meeting where I would look at it. Let me, uh, you got a second for me to open up my spreadsheet? Yeah, sure. And I can tell you here, let me just go into my software and open it up. I should have known you were going to ask me this. (laughs) Okay, here we go. I see what we just bought. We just bought 1.76 acres in Arizona, 10 acres in Texas, 11 acres. Where in Texas? In West Texas. West Texas? What area? It's like Culberson County. You know where that is? I've heard of it. I don't. I went to school in West Texas, in Lubbock. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. No, it's a couple hours from Lubbock. It's it's near where Jeff Bezos owns a bunch of property. Huh. Okay. Didn't know he owned property there. Okay. Got it. What were the terms on that land in Texas? On that deal, it looks like we paid $1,200. And let me look at the taxes. Oh, wow. Taxes were 175 And we sold that 
for 11200 That was the last deal. That was the one we just did. That's great. We got a $150 monthly payment. We've got a note fee. We got a late fee on there for 15 bucks. And we got a $300 down payment. That's cool. I'm glad that you gave some example that brings it full circle. How can the best ever listeners get in touch with you and learn more about what you got going on? I think the best place to go is thelandgeek.com. And if they go to thelandgeek.com forward slash dirt rich, they can actually get the book on Amazon along with over $500 worth of bonuses. And there's a great blurb in the book, Joe. I heard that you were bragging about that. I didn't know that you'd be so impressed. So I'm grateful that you asked me to check it out and review it. I assume you're talking about mine. Are you talking about mine? Only yours, of course. <laughs> of course. Well, absolutely. And, uh, and this week, Joe, I'm actually sending out the paperback copies to the people that did review it. So be looking for yours as well. Sweet. Yeah. Digital gets me a little bit of a headache. So I'll be glad to check out the paper one as well. So Mark, thanks for catching up with us again, talking about investing in raw land, talking about some case studies, how you do it and the approach that you take. And I agree there is no true passive income, but there are varying degrees of passive income. And it's just irresponsible to completely just put money somewhere and then never look at it. I got to check up on it every now and then. So thanks again for talking to us about your approach, what you do, and congrats on the new book. Hope you have a best ever weekend and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Joe. I really appreciate it. Do you need debt for your deal, equity for your deal, or maybe a loan guarantor to help you get qualified for the financing? Talk to Mark Belsky. His number is 212-897-9875. That's 212-897-9875. His email is mbelsky at easterneq.com. Do you buy property worth over a million dollars? And are you missing huge income tax benefits? Cost segregation is one of the methods I use myself to lower taxes on our properties and increase the cash flow. Call Yona Wise with Madison Specs at 732-333-1477.